Sports with Katie Nolan is fueled by Gatorade. Whatever path you take to greatness, Gatorade, they're there to fuel it. Greatness starts with G. They did cut him a break. Tim Tebow can catch a break. Just not a pass. Mm. Hello? Press passes? Uh, it's because they're hanging in front of me. I save them. Why Why do we all save lanyards? I don't know, but I have all of them, and they're pretty cool. Uh, welcome to sports is what I meant to say next. It's the podcast that ends with a question mark, starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan, illustrious host. Uh, she's Christina. Whoa. Hi. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like that in the dock, and I'm Ron Burgundy. She's Christina. Hi. He's Travis. What's going on? I changed it up. Uh, why yeah, did you change it up? Totally Who asked you to change? Of all the things in the dock to change up, you changed that up? Because uh, the other voicemail last week was saying it's always Travis and Christina. So I wanted to, you know. Oh, wow. He actually has wow. a reason. How thoughtful. That feels like performative change, Travis. But we can get to what in that into what that is after the voicemail, which is this is it. Here's today's question. Hi, Katie, Christina, and Travis. This is Ben living in Boston. So I've kind of got a little crush on a bartender at my local Oof. watering hole. Oh, and no, I think ben. there's at least a little something on her end, No. Too. Now, Katie, as a woman who used to be a bartender, I'm sure you had to deal with this situation before. And my question is, is there a way that I can give her my number or ask for hers without embarrassing her or bringing unwanted attention to her while she's trying to work? Or is this something that I should forget about and just be happy that I found a good bartender at a good bar that I have a rapport with? Thanks a lot. Love you. Meet it. Bye. Ben, I love you and I mean it, and I want you to look at me, look at me, eye contact. You um, you and I are going to make it through this. I'm going to give you some tough love here. I'm going to be honest with you, but it's because I love you and I mean it. The, set, the Option B is what you should do. You should be grateful that you have a good bartender that you have rapport with, and you should, if it's like a bar in your neighborhood that you enjoy going to, if, if... This person is very interested in you and you don't make a move, but you're not, you're flirting. It sounds like you guys are flirting. You stay flirty. If they really want it, they'll start to drop hints. Uh, And then you can decide. It's kind of like dating a friend where you're like, I'm sacrificing something a lot of people don't have, a really good friendship. For you, it's a really good bar with a bartender who at least has facial recognition of them and a moderate interest in their needs and thoughts. That's depending, again, on where you live because, you know, you never really know. If you live in like a college town that's hard to find, maybe it's easy for you where you're at. This sounds like a pretty cool situation that you have. If you decide to take the risk, I will give you one piece of advice, and that is when she is at work, don't make it seem like you are treating it like you're on a date. Does that make sense? Don't show up at my work and sit at the bar and kind of hold me to the expectations of girlfriend slash Hold yourself to the expectations of boyfriend before we've even breached. It's like a a lot of people use it as a substitute of like they know where to find you. It's in a social setting. They can come eat a meal and it's there's no way for her to not be interested. 
Like if she wasn't interested, it'd be bad service, which is against her job. It's her job to give you good service. So just if you are going to take the leap, be conscious of keeping those two things separate. Your potential romantic interest in her and her duty to have to stand there and serve you and talk to you in order for her to make a living. That's all I'll ask. There are ways to do it. You could slip her a note, but you have to be very like, I realize in this moment you are essentially backed into a corner you are not physically backing her into a corner but if there is no interest from her and you and you ask too aggressively you are backing her into a corner because there's no way to be like oh man I have to this guy knows that I'm gonna be here all the time I like this job he seems fine you know you don't want to just don't back her into a corner you both are being quiet am I being too harsh no I think one thing that might be is that he needs to find out without make it obvious if she's even single first of all we need to establish if like she may not and there's more subtle ways to do it then so you got a boyfriend yeah no one little sneaky way maybe hop on bumble and drop that mileage down to under one mile and see if her profile pops up (laughs) that's not a bad idea not a bad idea look i'm telling you if the girl is interested she'll find a way i i had to put the i had to I made sure Dan knew I was single. Let's say that. I made sure he knew. I like kept bringing it up in conversation in what I thought at the time were subtle ways that now I'm like, nah, I don't think I'm being subtle. I basically was like, yeah, well, I'm, I don't have anyone. I have no one. How like, are you? Hi, I have no I'm, one. I'm alone. I'm, did I say that? I'm alone. Yeah. Um, no, I think so that- So put the vibes it, out, but you just yeah. gotta listen. Men, honestly, listen. We tell you most things. We are telling you most things. Just listen. The, the problem is it's the listening and then also putting the two and two together and be like, okay, I'm, li- I'm hearing what she's saying. Oh, that's what she's meaning. And we're not mm-hmm. always the best at mm-hmm. that. I know you're not. I know. But you can. To, what, to Katie's point of deciphering whether or not she's being overly nice because she is in a position of if I'm nice to you, you give me tips and you pay me well and I make a living off of this. When you work in that sort of industry, sometimes people are overly nice. And so you need to decide whether or not you're mistaking this connection for her just being nice and being good at her job versus is she actually reciprocating what you might be feeling. I've been in a situation where one of my guy friends did this exact same thing, asked out a local bartender. It was a bar that we frequented all the time, our favorite place. They went on a few dates and it didn't work out. He took it really hard. Didn't go to that yeah, bar again. You gotta, and then it ruined the bar. And then the you bar. lose the bar. Exactly. It ruined and the bar. And then you lose the bar. Because she's not going to quit her job just because this is a bar yeah. you go to frequently and now it didn't work out. And if it you didn't upset her, bar. she could see him. He can't see exactly. her. Yeah. it's You just have to take all of that into play. And I'm not saying like paralyze yourself with indecision. I'm just saying think through it. Make sure you've got the emotional. You said you're in Boston, right? I just, I have to, my instinct is saying that she that it may not be mutual, um, but I don't know. I'm not there, and I can't tell you that. All I can say is there's no harm, no foul if you're respectful and mature. Yes. Uh, just don't take a swing that you're later going to be like, why would I do that? Just be measured about it. Just be uh, uh, honestly mature about it. I think I'm trying to think of the times that it 
because I've, I mean, look, this is not me bragging about myself. Can I please just speak honestly without having to qualify it by saying that I know that I'm not a prize, but I had guys hit (laughs) on me when I was a bartender. It's something about like, I've said this about men. If you take a, a guy that you would normally deem even through personality and looks, I'm not rating people, but like, let's say they're a seven on whatever your personal scale is in your brain and you put them behind a bar, they could get to a 10. It's something about they're in control of a room. They're like watching people do their jobs if they're good at them is is attractive. Like watching an athlete play sports, if that's the kind of thing you're into. Watching Dan do comedy for me, I'm like, man, it's been a really long time. I want to go watch him do comedy again because he's good at it and I find that attractive. So but watching a bartender be personable and charm an entire bar can make them seem more attractive to you. But you don't that's know this person as well as it might feel like you do, which is the point of And it doesn't make them a liar. It makes them good at their job. When you go to a bar, you want to relax and be comfortable and feel like you're with somebody that you can talk to if you want to you don't have to talk to if you don't want to it's a delicate dance and being good at it is difficult um my point was i was trying to remember if there was anybody that had ever worked don't put your number on the receipt or like on a napkin could, and slide but, it over but put a note but you'd have to write a note it would have to be like i don't want to bother you about this at work but i would like to see you outside yeah you would have number. to make it known that, that it's work. not like a hey you're hot here's my number kind of thing it's respectful exactly. yeah and it's, i've gotten guys that write mean things on the receipt to try to get you to call them and you're Why like would what that in ever the world work? i you can't neg me here's an insult but go out with me what you can barely do it in person there's no way negging works in written form please don't try this again the only time i've ever given my number to somebody who asked is because i felt like if i didn't I couldn't come up with a good way to say no or I don't know how <laughs> to say a, no and that's I'm a holding problem. my phone and I'm like yes I have yeah my, uh, I don't want them to think I'm a big meanie exactly. so I so do I it and then yes. later I'm like well I'm just gonna not respond so now I'm a meanie too so I'm jealous that Ben has like a local watering hole that he can go to Me and like too. rapport with the bartender I, I wish I had a bar here that like I go to and like you walk in and the bartender already knows I think you, you could and- find one Travis there's, there's gotta like be a... one. I know like Bristol is the size of like your hand, so there's nothing in that area. But there's gotta be something somewhere around. Yeah, I mean the second line of cheers that people forget is and they're always glad you came. And if you if your bartender knows your name and you date them and then you guys break up, I don't know that the bar staff is gonna be glad you came. So just keep that in mind. He gets it. He's from Boston. He knows. Yeah, because then you're breaking up with the entire to. bar, not oh, just yes, her exactly. you just or him. Can't do, it's you can't I wish you the best, Ben. You sound very charming and probably handsome. I don't know. But you, I, I know the best will happen for you. I do want him to, like, at least go for it so he doesn't think, like, regret it. You know what he's going to do? He's going to write on a note, listen to this podcast at, <laughs> at this timestamp. She's going to listen to it and be like, oh, boy, I got to quit my job. <laughs> yeah, she quits her job. He never goes back to that bar again. There we go. Oh, man, I miss it sometimes, and then other times I don't. Isn't that nice? Go for it, Ben. true of most things? What? What, Travis? You can't at the very end of everything say the like, opposite contradict of the everything thing. we just laid out. I'm not saying just make it awkward and everything, but find enough information if she's first find out if she's single and then don't ask find too a- many people, though. Don't ask a cocktail server if she's single, because then she's just going to gossip about you over the French fries in the Okay, back. but if you are friends with somebody else there, then maybe they can somehow 
Oh, that's in second grade. My friend wants to know if your friend is single. Or my friend over there thinks you're cute. No. Do you want to date me? Yes, no. Circle one. That's... I think that that's listen as no. George Strait. Check ben, yes or no. Work. I mean, Ben, I know I just told you to listen, but don't listen to <laughs> Travis. Listen, listen to George Strait. Check yes or no. Just saying. You just did that thing where you referenced something respected so that I can't attack your take, but yeah. it's not you attack me, you're fault, attacking the king, bad... and then no, you lose. No, it's a bad take. Well, that's the... Ben, thank you for calling, and I hope this is one Call of those situations where you called. You and... no, well, or don't ask. I mean, both are fine. Um, let us know either way. Yeah, let us know, I guess. Uh Travis listens to these now, so he will actually be looking for an update from you, Ben. If you have a question or somebody who works in I should your, just call Ben. I have his number. That you want to date, you can always leave us a voicemail. It's 860-506-5571. Hi. Hi. What's going on? Back on Thursday. Here we are. I know it's Wednesday for us, but we've been recording it on Thursday and then putting them out on like Friday. And then now we're, it's so it's going to people who are listening to this. It's on Thursday now. Ta-da. <laughs> Uh, what, how, how are you? How are things? I'm good. How are you? Fine. <laughs> Fine. Christina, Anna, I'm all right. You? I'm good. Your eye makeup looks different today, Fine. is it? I just have mascara yeah. on, nothing else. So maybe that's why. That's it. Mascara has stopped working for me. It straightens my eyelashes now. Really? I don't know what's up with my body chemistry, but I will curl them. They'll be curled. I'll put mascara on and they'll go straight. Huh. It's annoying especially because everybody and their mother has eyelash extensions now and i've i haven't put on a fake eyelash in i've worn fake eyelashes once i miss them i've i I never know how to put them on once i put them on i don't either but when somebody puts them on for me they look so much better on television Mm. than just your regular human eyelashes the one thing that the one like makeup utensil go ahead travis (laughs) get through the Uh you got this the eyelash like clamp thing i don't know understand how anybody that uses those like once you've used it enough times the first few times are scary yeah you feel like the first few times you get a speech from whatever person taught you to use it and they're like okay now if this hurts say something but you want to push it right and then it becomes muscle memory then you're just like ah get those curled i love how though this is a sign of just like when we do this podcast we're just throwing on random clothes. It's like the the slightest little makeup or something of someone a haircut and it's like, oh, you look really like, nice look today. If I put on even just like tinted moisturizer, Travis is like, you don't look awful today. <laughs> like, thank you so much. You've got you your got life together. Today. Yeah, yeah. Well, today it was I had to. I had TV. I overslept today. I woke up to Dan being like, hey, you know it's ten o'clock, and I was like, certainly not, as I am still sleeping. But I thought I, still did t- it. I, I thought you sleep till like eleven. I usually do, but when Highly Questionable's on, it films at noon, oh. so ah. I have to, you know, find out what we're talking about, figure out what my dumb ass is going to say on a show with two smarties, uh, find out what's funny about it, and then get myself looking. Not even I'm not even fully. I still slack off on getting myself ready. I need to get my hair cut, you guys. I think I've said it enough now that I think. Next week, it's going to be cut. It's just at the point now where I, it's so long, you can tell it's not a person who hasn't gotten their hair cut. It's a person who is like not trying not to get their hair cut. Like, I look like it's a problem. (laughs) Yeah. Like, now you actually have off my head. Yeah. I look like a 12 year old who's like, your parents aren't taking good care of you. Go get your hair cut. 
so I have to go do that. Um, and I will. What else? I uh, mean... So I got on Facebook today. Okay. We're I in friendly, done that we're in friendly a while. banter How now. Is it there? Yeah, we've hmm? been in friendly banter. We've we already entered. friendly banter the second we Officially. say hello. Uh, there used to be a cage door that would slide open and or closed, but that's all right. TMP. Go ahead. It was, it's the first day back for school for my uh, brother's kids. Mm-hmm. And so you've got the photos. Mm-hmm. And the oldest one is a freshman in high school, and I'm not doing well. Why? Because it makes, Cause me it feel makes old. you feel old. See, when you uh, put freshman, seventh grade, and fourth grade. When you put freshman, I thought you meant freshman in college. And two of my little cousins, who I, st- I still call them little because in my mind, they are still children. They're both entering high or college. Christina, you're still a child. Yeah, but th- yeah, but Christina, they. Watch your mouth. I'm I'm what twelve years older room, than Christina. them. Christina, that still feels like that still feels like I'm so much older. I'm twelve years older, right? Okay, Is that the well, math? no TV privileges for you this week. Okay, I'm bad at math. you're going Nobody to bed early tonight. But they um they're entering college this week, both moving into dorm rooms, and I feel very old. Yeah, I don't have any nephews or nieces yet, and boy, am I grateful for that. But at some point, I'm also going to be begging my brother to hurry up and give the family a niece or nephew because then my mom will stop looking <laughs> yeah. at me. You know? Yeah, deflection. It's, that's a fun dance. You gave a Myrtle. Like, hey, 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 you got one. I've Travis, if I could tell you how many times I've used that argument, I'm like, but it's, we've got Myrtle. And my mom really does love Myrtle. But um, I don't know, watching old home movies when I was looking for all that rhythmic gymnastics stuff, I saw so many clips of, like, my mom with me as a baby, and man, my mom's great with a baby. Oh. I'm like, that's not, I don't recognize that in me, but she is so good at taking care of a baby, which might explain a few things about me, you know? It might explain <laughs> why I'm such a baby. And then, for some reason, okay. my niece, mm-hmm. the school that she's in, they don't go to school till it doesn't start till nine. Isn't that what it always was? I don't no. have any memory for this stuff. Mine was once I got to middle school, it was seven thirty five. Yeah, I was going to say I oh, maybe it was. remember yeah. waking up very early at like six AM to it get ready for school. It was always weirder because it was older the the it was later. It was earlier the older you got. Yeah. And every study of like adolescent sleep patterns is that like you need it more. And children naturally wake up years. earlier anyway, so it yeah, I don't and so know. it's it That's seems backwards. backwards, but I'm sure there's a reason that makes sense, like work and stuff, like dropping kids. I don't know. Either way, waking up early for school, man. I, there wasn't. I probably made it to homeroom four times in high school. So, I never had an issue, and this just shows the sports nerd that I was. I would wake up at six a.m., go downstairs. And watch Sports Center and get dressed like during the commercial breaks, and then leave <laughs> at seven. Yeah, I feel like that's all my memories of Sports Center are from getting ready for school in the morning. I've told the story before about how my brother ran down the stairs because my dad was like, "Kev, top tens on," and my brother ran down the stairs and slipped and fell and cracked his skull on the. <laughs> oh my god! And I was getting ready for school, and this was back when my mom cut my hair to be, you know really short and so getting ready meant that I my mom had to blow dry it she had to blow dry it into this quaff otherwise I just had this I just looked like a beetle Mm -hmm. not the not the bug the singer and so I I I didn't know how to do it but my mom did and so I remember and I I remember this hating myself for it as I was doing it but my brother was being carted off to the hospital and I was like 
who's gonna do my hair <laughs> like I do you understand I get teased relentlessly for this every day when it's done perfectly like, I if I it. go to school like this I'm gonna get laughed out of the building I understand Kevin might be in pain but you gave me, the, you signed up for this life, lady. You said my hair was going to be like this. And when you said that, when you made that decision, you signed yourself up for a life where, yes, doing your daughter's hair has to take precedent because she's already getting made fun of relentlessly as it is. That's why you should have went and fell down the stairs and cracked your skull up. And then you. That's probably why I threw myself down the stairs when I hurt my ankle because I was yeah. like, well, they seem to take, they buy this one. Exactly. So. They buy injury. So they buy this. Yeah, I I uh, would have been late for school every morning, um, but by the time I was able to drive myself, I was a senior in high school. My parents got me my first car. Um, we just had nowhere to park. We had plenty of parking, but my sister, she's three years younger than me, so she was a freshman at the time. So I, um, by the time I was able to start driving, I could have somebody else in the car. So I would drive my sister to school with me every morning. We are the exact opposite. She needs to be there 20 minutes early. She's a straight A student, like 5.0. She's like super, super smart. I uh, didn't really take that approach. And so on the way to school, she would be like, we have to go faster. We have to get there. We're going to be late. Oh, my God. Like, why, why are you going so slow? Why are you dilly-dallying? So one morning, I remember... Because it's yeah, because school. why I don't want to be there. So <laughs> because I'm dreading walking into this it. This just perfectly explains how much how little I cared and how much she cared. We're on the way to school. I hit a bump and I got a flat tire. And I have uh -oh. it, I know that I'm driving on a flat tire. And so I asked my sister. I said, Hey, can you poke your head out the window and see if the front tire is flat? Because I, I don't know what I'm going to be able to do about this. And she was like, No, we have. To, I'm going to miss homeroom. Like we've got to get there. Okay, fine. So we're like right at the bottom of my school's driveway. I make it up to the top, but just barely. I don't even mm. have time to turn the car off and ask my sister for help. She is already out the car running to like through the front doors of the school. So she's not Aww. late for homeroom, not late for homeroom. Meanwhile, I'm like, don't worry. I I've got the flat tire, I guess. So I like I. I walked inside and was like, hey, can someone help me with this flat tire? I wasn't even able to park my car in my parking spot because I couldn't get it in there. And they were like, yeah, we're going to have to. I hate that I watch so much TV that as you're telling this. this story, all I can hear is that stupid gecko going, somebody yeah. help me, I have a flat tire. You said my parking spot? Yeah. We had designated part. Well, did you actually have like a reserve? I think, yeah, I think seniors. Well, did only because. Oh, so no, we did it. Well, also, lot, my it... high school was so small. I graduated with like ninety something oh, people. Man. So we oh, didn't my God. have that many parking. Like we didn't need that much parking to begin with anyway. So. Oh my God. The our school, the freshmen or underclassmen, if you could drive, had to park in the back, and I think seniors and juniors were out in the front. Yeah, I didn't have a very yeah, big I high school. I remember renting a spot from a person who lived next to the school and like parking in their. These people would just sell spots in their driveway. Whoa, that's yeah. unreal. Yeah, I mean, I went to a big high school. We used to be a north and a south, and then by the time I went there, we weren't anymore. So, wow, it was a big school. But what were we talking about? Oh, <laughs> being a freshman. Well, I'll let you know what happened to me yesterday. Um, okay, let's hear it. So. I oh my god I just read it yeah. how little uh, little as I don't know how old but I would say under five for sure 
Okay, tell um, the story. So I care so little about my appearance when I go out in public. I like do you, I, for you, the listeners, you can't see. I wear these same red sweatpants that I have on right now. These right there. Same with me, but mine are black. I wear these same red subtle. Adidas, like, I don't know, old sweatpants that I've had for God knows how long. Um, I wear like ripped t-shirts, mismatched, fuzzy socks, slippers. I don't care. Oh, that, I, hate I that. don't care about. You hate it? Why do you I hate it? it? I hate when people wear different socks. You need to wear the matching oh, socks. Well, don't wear a I yellow sock and a green sock. Like, or... Mismatch. Like I don't match my t-shirts to my sweatpants. I don't care. I'm going to the grocery oh, okay. store and I'm just there to get my stuff and get out. So yeah, I, w- I was wearing these sweatpants. I had on like my boyfriend's baggy t-shirt and slippers. My hair's a mess. I have no makeup on. I get in the elevator for my apartment building, and it, I'm on the third floor, so we stop on the second, and a mom and two of her children get in, baby, and had to have been a child between one and four, one and five. It was walking and talking. So okay. I'm standing in there, and I could already tell that the mom and the daughter, the, the kid had been like arguing about something because she's pouting, and mom is saying, you know, it'll be fine, you're fine. We get out and we're walking through the lobby and I hear the little girl go, but she's wearing her PJs in public. Oh my God. And I went, That's a great point. Huh? That kid's I mean, going to be a lawyer. Went, what? Yeah, we'll, what, we'll play kid. Up? So I, I turned around and her mom. You got something to say? Her mom goes, say it to my face. Oh, Fight oh, I'm me. I'm sorry. And I went, oh no. I'll knock you out. I'm wearing my slippers because it, in, indeed I am wearing my PJs in public. Yes. She's not uh, wrong. She's not wrong. But um, you should be apologizing to the mom. You should have turned around and been like, oh, sorry. I bet when you guys saw me come and you were like, that's not going to help my argument. This grown lady is dressed in her pajamas after we just fought. I was like, am I offended? And I was like, you know what? No, I am not offended because I give that little girl credit. She saw what she Mm -hmm. wanted, which is what I was wearing Mm -hmm. and said, mom, look at Mm -hmm. that. Why can't I be that? I respect it. Yeah, I would have gotten grounded for talking back. But it's like, but I'm making a valid point. Yeah, but, this woman is wearing her pajamas. Clearly, she's a grown woman, and she's wearing her PJs in public. Why can't I? At mm-hmm. first, when I saw this on the rundown, I had one take. Mm-hmm. I now have a different take. And the take oh, is, good. you were still in your apartment building. Uh-huh. That is not public. You could have been going oh, out yeah, to your car. Oh, yeah, that doesn't count at all. Yeah. That's not out in public. You can well, be we going to your car to get something. We were, like, out. walking out into, like, the the parking lot area like we were going out into the public area yeah but had you like if you were at the grocery store and this kid said it then i'd be like all right yeah no i understand but i mean might have a point but you're still but even still it doesn't look let me tell you what hurts is when it comes out of nowhere and it's from middle school aged kids middle school groups of middle school kids if you can avoid walking past them please do because i remember fourth of july a couple years ago I was like trying to hype myself up to go out because I really didn't want to. And I was in Hoboken and I'd have to go all by myself into the city to meet people who had been drinking all day. So I had to give myself like a, come on, Katie, go do this. And so I made myself, I got all cute. I got all like festively cute. I like did my makeup. My hair was curled but I was like take a shot be confident (laughs) and I walked out of my house to get my uber and like four or five middle schoolers on bikes rode by and one kid laughed really loud and then another kid goes you're so ugly and then (gasps) I kept riding by and I just stopped in the middle of the street and was like 
Oh, do I turn around and go home? My God, because it wasn't. But you, but you have to remember that that's the evolution of children. You get to an age where you find out that your words mean stuff, and but you don't yet realize that you shouldn't just constantly have an effect on people that are that you don't know. Uh, it was. It stayed with me. It hurt a lot. Uh, it hurt even more that it was. This, it was probably the exact same group of kids who made fun of me when I was their age. But then I just was like. Go get drunk, and I did. <laughs> so don't do <laughs> that. I'm drink like, this wasn't it. like drink a, it. this wasn't like do what I do. This is learn from my mistakes. But man, yeah, I, if I had a little kid say I was in my PJs, I would laugh because I've been through. Now that you know what I've been through, yeah, that's rough. When I got my first vaccine shot, I got it in my car, so I assumed second dose. Team Moderna, mm. what up? That I was going to get the shot in my car again. So I was wearing some sweatshorts and a t-shirt. Wasn't looking like a scrub, but it definitely wasn't you didn't dress dressed for the public. Yeah. And the second shot, you had to go inside. Mm. And I didn't appreciate the lack of a heads up. <laughs> oh, they should yeah, have put on the little card. And I bet hey. you let them know. Uh, no, I didn't. Mm. At least but, you, had, like, at least you didn't have any middle stuff. schoolers around to say you were ugly. The world is different post-COVID and we're not even post yet. But like, it, I used to, at the beginning, I would be putting on jeans every time. I still try to put on jeans every time I go to the dog the dog park, which is now why when I put jeans on, Myrtle goes nuts. I'm like, I got to normalize jeans in this house because she just thinks it means she gets to go play with other dogs. But I used to put them on when I walked her. And then I got to a point where I'm like, okay, uh, if anyone has something to say about me doing a lap ab- around my apartment in sweatpants and Adidas slides, then they can call me. They can take it up with me. I just, like, I care so little about, like, I've always worn what I wanted. I haven't, like, I have such a different style of clothing than like my sister my mom some of my best friends I just I don't care what if I'm comfortable my first and foremost if I'm comfortable then I don't care as long as I like what I'm wearing I'm comfortable I need to start developing a personal style that can evolve because I don't (laughs) have it whenever I have to go to a red carpet I'm like your guess is as good as mine I I don't know like what kind of what would you say your fashion is I'm like I don't know sneakers I I don't dressing up for things I'm very I'll tell you if it looks good on me but I'm not yeah but there are things like I'll look at myself in an outfit that I'm like no this looks dumb on me and the person who's you know helping me is like no wear this and if they're convincing enough and I wear it years later I'll see the picture of me in that outfit and I'll be like, that outfit is so cool. Ooh. But at the time, I'm I'm so behind. So that to me proves that I genuinely just need somebody who knows what they're doing in that department to tell me what to do. Yeah, to because I you. don't have personal style. I just like to be covered up and uh, I don't know, g- g- looking cute enough. Where I struggle is summertime where you want to go out but look nice. Like I have lots of like t-shirts. And I can just throw on a pair of shorts, but like if I like go on a date or something in the summertime and I yeah, don't do have wear? like like shorts, like it's that's where I struggle is the summertime nice clothing. Yeah, I could see that. That's mm. my like wintertime throw on a jeans and a plaid button up of some kind and I'm good to go. Yeah. But it's the summertime where I struggle. What are you putting on your feet? Uh I so a lot of times it's just like the slip on vans. Mm. Okay. Or that's with like I'll wear those with jeans and shorts, but then in the wintertime, sometimes if it's obviously wintertime cold, I have a couple like Cole Haan sneakers that I'll wear. 
Ooh, if it's like a second or third. Day, I am a I, I am a big fan of Cole Haan. Okay, wow. fancy boy. Right. I didn't know. I also have like a borderline obsession with like fun dress socks, and that's easy. Yeah, that's. A I fun, probably have like fifty that's pairs. That's a obsession, I think. Yeah, that's fun. So like, that's for weddings and stuff. That's not for. No, life. you could. I'll wear them with like jeans and button up when I go into work. That's fun. What a fun thing. Travis with the socks. I just said today on Highly Questionable that I don't know how to wear socks. I understand that they're in now, like showing your socks. Um, Every time I do it, I look um, like a mistake. It doesn't look like I did it on purpose. Kids nowadays, it's like the cool thing when they're wearing like their Nikes or whatever and like the socks are like showing. That's what I'm saying. You're supposed to show your socks now. It looks, I, but it looks cool on them. It looks so cool. No, I, I, I don't think it does because I'm so, like, I'm stuck to what, like, we did that I don't yeah. think it's cool, even though the masses think it's cool. Like, I remember having to make my own ankle socks because back then they didn't have them. So you're rolling <laughs> yeah. them down. I love a no show sock. Yeah. I, um, it is the best. I wear socks over when it's, it's only when I'm wearing leggings, though. Do I wear socks? Can you wear over, them over? My Travis hates this. Don't get it. I know Please don't work him up into it. I do it with fuzzy socks, too. I pull them up over my leggings. But in any mm. other situation, unless I'm wearing like tall boots to where they're going to like rub against my ankle or something, I don't like my socks showing. What's up with me? Oh, I don't know. I feel like I've done nothing since we talked last because it was really only two days ago. Whoa, it really so... was. <laughs> yeah, but four yeah, days ago really you went and saw Pablo. True, so. you did a lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I finished in treatment. It's done. I came around on that. other. Remember I told you there was a new therapist in the new season and that I wasn't sure yet. I came around on it. She's great. It's an it, incredible. Better than Paul? Season. No. Oh, my God. You remember but. Travis. I'm surprised you remembered because I definitely did I, that not. is the sweetest thing. Uh, I just assume you guys tune out when I do this. Um, yeah, it's a really good show, and I really recommend it. If you like good writing, and if you don't, then don't watch, watch reality it. shows. No, I don't like good writing. I know, but it's like <laughs> you can like reality shows for that reason. I don't know. Um, reality shows, though, you're not watching them and paying attention to every single word they say, are you? True. You zone out sometimes. You think about yourself. You think about other things. This show, you have to, like, turn your brain off and focus on someone else's problems, which for me feels like a vacation. <laughs> Along those same lines, have you ever gone back and rewatched, like, let's say just a season of a TV show that you really liked, and there are episodes you completely that forgot like, about, or, like, yes, scenes of If you ask me right now show, what happened in Stranger Things season one, which I watched and loved, I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing to me. Because I fell it's off It's like, I loved this I show. Recall. I was so invested, and I watched it while it was happening. And, then, like, I do this with Entourage all the time. I'll go back, and it's one of those shows where I can rewatch. Well, that's rewatch. a forgettable. Well, yeah, no, it very much is. Watch your mouth. But, yeah, I'm just saying no, it's, it's, meant yeah, to be, it's meant to be a show all the that, problems are resolved yeah. by the end of the episode. There's a cool cameo. Some hot woman that's unattainable becomes the new it girl and then done. Yeah, it's, it's very it's much the, a show that you don't have to focus on everything they're saying yes. kind of show. But there are episodes like I watched this religiously and binged watched it and paid attention to it. And then I'll go back. I'm like, wait, when did this happen? Who is that? Mm. Like that happens all the time. Mm. Isn't that I just feel like that's weird. It is, but it's also like how much stuff is in here, our brains, that we like need to make room for. True. And I used to always yell at myself because I remembered the lyrics to every song, but I can't remember like my dad's birthday. Yeah, or and like the now, notes I just studied 20 minutes ago yes, for an exam. Yes, and so now when I'm, uh, when I'm like 
forgetting a TV show instead of seeing it as like, man, why do I forget? I'm like, oh, hey, thanks, brain, for doing the thing I wish you did with song lyrics, <laughs> which is forget them and make room for other stuff. Yeah, file those so away. So I'm fine with it. Did your parents ever, like if you messed up on a test or something, like you can remember these song lyrics, but you can't remember these questions yeah like, use My that as your like, like oh you remember the most pointless things and you can't remember when it comes time to take a test i'm like yeah but i bet you know justin timberlake's birthday yeah that's what my mom sounds like when she's yelling at me she talks yeah. like this <laughs> i still, still don't remember my parents birthday that's like why i have facebook still mm. i honestly haven't been on facebook in I haven't been on Facebook as myself in many years. I, I check I it daily for oh, the birthdays. Well, unless, yeah, I'll like if I have a notification that usually tells me like, hey, so and so's birthday is today, then I'll check it. But I, I'm so bad mm -hmm. with like wishing people happy birthday, and I know that that sounds bad, but I am so bad with remembering to tell people happy birthday. I can even see on Facebook like, hey, it's your friend Taylor's birthday, and then I just don't, I don't go wish. Or happy yeah, birthday. I just didn't want to have to deal with the friend requests and deciding who to say who gets to. S it's just a very weird thing. When is that why my request people... is still pending? Probably. <laughs> no, I'm just, I, I didn't don't... request. I mean, my my profile picture is still from garbage time. I haven't changed it. It's I have no old. idea what mine is because I just haven't. But been I on. never. It's like I always saw people like f accepting friend requests from people they work with, and that makes sense to me on its face. And then the other half of me is like, well, then what is the keeping me separate from public me? It was just like a I don't want to have to do this dance every time. So I just didn't keep checking it. I don't check Maybe that's anymore. why Daniel Snyder hasn't accepted my request. Because I don't go on my Facebook. That's Maybe he doesn't reach. go on. He hasn't. He does. He wants to keep it separated. I'd like to think it's because Katie doesn't go on her Facebook that that's why he hasn't accepted yeah. your request. It's somehow <laughs> my fault. <laughs> I don't know what I'm choking on, but it is unpleasant. Don't die, please. What else have I done in the last few days? Hmm. I read. I'm reading another book. But it's not like a cool book. It's like a book they referenced a lot on in treatment that I was like, I'll read that. But it's like an old psychology book. And so while there are some truths that still ring true, there's a lot of like old ways of thinking mm. in it. Like there's this whole part about how any no woman would get her nipple pierced <laughs> if uh, everything was about her childhood was good. And it was like, whoa, whoa, Wait what's up? Wait, what is this? Hold up. Wait a second. <laughs> you were making valid points a second ago. And now there's this paragraph that. about, yeah, what are we doing here? It's just you could see all the shame that's still involved in those things back then. Boy, the world. We're all trying to figure it out. Have been since the dawn of time. Ain't it something? Anything else? No. No. Okay. Well, that was bantering friend Lily, which is really what the whole podcast is now. Just kidding. We have a lot of things in the podcast today, some of which, Travis, what, what are some of which? Uh, an update on Megan Rapinoe and her status. Okay. Uh, playing on the United States Women National Team. Okay, so but... a correction of the record that you misspoke on last time. We I don't know. Podcast. Uh, Stay tuned. Can't really tease a mistake you made last week. Uh, Tim Tebow. Oh, we have to. I knew he was. He's That's our obvious. LeBron. Uh, the MLB getting a little uh, interesting Sexy. on TikTok. You could just say it. It's we're gonna look. That's a minefield. That topic. <laughs> when you said we're gonna talk about it on the podcast, I was like, I've kind of backed myself into a corner I have here not because seen this. some of the stuff. Well, hold it, Christina, because when you see it, don't I'm click on wait. it yet. Don't wait. click on it I yet. Didn't. I'm gonna okay. wait. 
Sorry for yelling. Um, it's okay. I okay we'll you. get to it. What else? An update on uh, the taunting rule in uh, NFL. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Well, you can't roll your eyes. No one sees that. I, but I also went, <sighs> which I think is that's what like, I rolling That's like the verbal like. part of I. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, continue. It's a throat roll. Eh. I can compare myself to Jamal Adams, and we'll find out why. Okay. I mean, how? Coming up, Travis I bet you, I bet you himself to that somebody you he has nothing that... in common with. Yeah, but I'll bet you that you could. That's not a tease. You do that all the time. You got to give the part of it that makes it. It's okay. We'll get better at this as we go. It's just a, it's the a first work few podcasts. But before we get to all that stuff that we're going to get better at as we go, today's podcast that you love so much is brought to you by Simply Safe. So, Travis, dare I ask how you'd like me to talk about Simply Safe? In honor of the Reddit. In Do- honor of, meaning you uh, stole it from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm Hat giving tip. them. I'm giving them credit. Well. All of Reddit didn't come up with one idea. In honor of the sports Reddit, somebody on there. Uh, a doctor <laughs> with a bad bedside manner. Travis, you've got no, you've never had to do MLA format, did you? Because you don't know how to cite a source. Uh, No, I actually, yeah, I did. It was, was I MLA? Because then I go to a website called citationmachine.com. You enter oh, yep, all yep, the yep, stuff. Yep, yep. Who didn't? <clears throat> all right. Doctor with bad bedside manner. How are we doing today? Good. Uh, listen, before we talk about the results of your test, and we do need to talk about them, uh, I need to talk to you about Simply Safe. Uh, when Simply Safe's home security founders, Chad and Eleanor Lawrence, designed their first security system in their kitchen, they did it for a very personal reason. Their friends just had their home broken into. That happens, you know. That happens. I have nothing to say to make you feel better about it happening. I just want you to know that it does happen. They were struggling to find a security system that was simple to set up and would make them feel safe again, which I understand. Making people feel safe is what Simply Safe has been doing ever since that moment 15 years ago. By the way, your results are concerning. Do you have anything to say for yourself? Uh, can, I t- can you tell me about the results? Well, why don't you tell me about the results? Because there's no way you don't know what's been going on. Did you lie to me? No. And the thing is, Simply Safe just makes it so easy. It takes like two minutes to customize a system on their website, simplysafe.com slash Nolan. That's their website. That's not a promo code. That's uh, if you can only order this if you go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan. Everybody knows that. Are you pushing Simply a product Safe, while I'm, I'm not pushing a product? Are you pushing a lie about your health? Results. You told me you drink <laughs> once a week and then you wrote next to it socially. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything to me. We both know you're lying and... Lying to your doctor is not okay. Back to Simply Safe, they have highly trained security experts whenever you need them, whether that's during a fire, a burglary, a medical emergency, a medical emergency, or even just, you know, some other lie you told. Maybe your pants are on fire because you're such a liar. You could probably I don't know how they'd help you, but I bet they'd try. Do you think I have a bad bedside manner because everybody else in this world coddles you? I'm trying to be real with you. How many drinks per week do you have? One socially. Okay. And how about non-socially? <laughs> a-, a couple. There's always someone who has your back to keep you safe and make sure you feel safe. As my listener, what I'm willing to do for you, you can save 20% on your Simply Safe security system and get your first month free and sign up for interactive monitoring service. Just visit simplysafe.com slash Nolan to customize your system and start protecting your home and family. Because if you can't take care of your own body, the least you can do is take care of the bodies of those you love. Wouldn't you agree, Mr. Rockhold? I looked at your, I didn't know your name. I looked at your file. 
I, I think I, at least I can do that. I will set the security so that when I go to the bar for my one social drink, that they're mm-hmm. safe. You wearing a mask? Yep. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan. <laughs> Travis, these are hard because they get sent to Simply Safe. And sometimes when they're like, hey, a guy who hates a person, then you're like, well, I have to also sell the product. And sometimes they get mad. But we'll see. We'll see. Oh, well. we'll see. Tell me about the news. <sighs> Okay, what? Oh, it's Tim. <laughs> oh, it's Tim. <laughs> Tim has been released by the Jaguars. They didn't, they, they like cut him like first thing Tuesday morning. He didn't like, even get, what? They didn't wait they till They didn't even on. wait. Oh. Which I guess actually it's better because you don't want to like go through practice and then get cut. Yeah, but why say you're going to do it at four? No, that's just the deadline. So maybe there, oh, okay. maybe there's yeah. like two players where sure. you're like they, unsure. So he did and, get, they did cut him a break. Tim Tebow can catch a break. It's not a pass. Mm. It's not. It's not his fault. Tim Tebow's attempt to return to the NFL as a tight end after years of playing quarterback is well, and also baseball is over. The Jacksonville Jaguars released the 2007 Heisman Trophy winner Tuesday as part of the first round of roster cuts. Tebow posted a message on Twitter shortly after he was released in which he thanked the Jaguars for giving him a chance. Quote, thankful for the highs and even the lows, the opportunities and the setbacks, Tebow wrote. I've never wanted to make decisions out of fear of failure, and I'm grateful for the chance to have pursued a dream. Thank you to the Jaguars organization and everyone who has supported me in this journey. And we know that God works all things together for good. Romans 8, 28. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, bye. <laughs> and it, then it was like, Jesus. after he got cut, it's like, let's just bash Tim Tebow. Like, all right, T- Travis, I've, I'm starting to notice that uh, it's starting to. You're very sensitive when people say anything negative about Tim Tebow. It was a point that I tripped over last week trying to make to you, but I, I'm curious to know why it is you think Tim Tebow's getting picked on. Well, I know why, but I just don't get, like, why would somebody try and something? Why would you want to put down, put him down for and bash him? So he tried to give football one last shot at a because, different position. Well, just, just the the way the world works, people put down and bash anybody who does anything. That's I think. And the funny thing is, is growing up, I was not a Tim Tebow fan mostly because he played for Florida and beat Ohio State his freshman year. So I irrationally just didn't like him. But now I'm like. I think I'm president of his fan club. I'm not sure. I think so, too. I think everybody agrees you are the president of his fan club. And look, I've met him. He's very nice. He was very kind Extremely to nice. me as far as our uh, personal interaction went, which, you know, they didn't run very deep, but he seemed very kind. I was a little uncomfortable by the worship for him that I witnessed from other people. It People, like, reaching out to touch him and, like, asking him for their blessing Whoa. and I'm not that's not me judging religion I grew up in a religious house not you know a, a strict religious house but we grew up Catholic uh it just felt very I don't know People I just thought very it was like, funny Tim! that he decided to come out of retirement very randomly just to play tight end I just thought it was funny I never thought it was going to go very far. I think what's funny but... is that a lot of people wanted him to try to be tight end back when he insisted he was a quarterback and he like refused to do it. And then he came back and did it. And people were like, yeah, you should have done that years ago. I think that's why. The one thing that bothered me was the whole he's stealing a spot. Can we be clear that more than one thing is bothering you? Yeah, th- th- I do not think it's the one thing that bothered here. you. This whole thing has upset you from day one. 
Anything short of Tim Tebow being named the starting tight end was a slight <laughs> in your eyes. No, I was okay. Like, I didn't think he was going to make the roster, and, but I was okay with it. People like, he's stealing a spot. He's... If he made the roster, he wouldn't be stealing a spot, and people wouldn't be saying that, I don't think. But if he if he was he, actually good, then I yeah, wouldn't have. He wasn't good enough to it. play that position. I think a lot so of people goodbye. wanted him to not get cut, so then they could go, "Oh, Urban Meyer keeping Tim Tebow." Which maybe they would have, but then guess who's in control of the narrative? Then Tim Tebow. If, if, if you're good exactly. enough to make it to the football if team, then, then go just be good enough to be on the and, sh- and shut me yeah, up. Basically, it, people are always gonna say something. Always, you just have to be like, well, are these people right or are they wrong? And I think on this one, there's a lot of people who called it, and then it happened, and then now they're like, people love to say, "Told you so," and that's what's happening now. But it's it'll go away. It's We're not anything forget personal. forget about this in a few weeks anyway. Yeah. If he stops trying to play s- sports. <laughs> if, he, if there's another sport that he's dreamt of playing, go for it. Give it a try. You know what I think? I think that it's just like, you know, beer league, uh, you could be owning a beer league somewhere. You could be the best guy. People could be clamoring to play with you in a pickup game of whatever you want to play, Tim Tebow. But instead, you just just go do that. Just go be the biggest fish. Yeah, I think that it's unfortunate that it, chase your dreams, to, people. To, Travis is like, try to make gymnastics next. To, to your to you your point, it. Travis. I I'm not. What point? The the point that he made about how people were basically making fun of an athlete who wanted to try something new. I'm not making fun of the fact that a guy wanted to come out of retirement and try it because he's he's not a bad athlete. I just thought it was silly that why, why now, why? Like, it was just why, why? And he he clearly showed he wasn't good enough. So to Katie's why point, not? Like, you don't want to regret it, so you give it a shot. Somewhere. So. Do, you, do you have more you want to say? I'm done. Urban Meyer said, we knew that was an uphill battle for Tim. Players loved him. Locker room loved him. But it was the right thing. It's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's just not a good tight yeah, end. Sure. Sure. And I don't see the... Everybody's just got to chill on him a little. I'll get over it. I don't think you will. But I, I look will. forward to talking about it again next week. What I else will happened? because there's going to be like games and stuff. So Yeah. Okay. What else happened? Uh, so do you remember the whole taunting, the point of emphasis on it? Uh-huh. Yes. So Giants uh, owner John Mara is one of the people that is on the competition committee. Mm. And he came out and said that they were uh we get kind of sick and tired of talking that goes on from time to time on the field we try to balance the sportsmanship with allowing the players to have fun and there's always a fine line there but none of us like to see that it's just a question of whether you can have rules that can be enforced and without taking the fun out of the game too but nobody wants to see a player taunting another player i know i certainly don't and to your point how you always say is who's we yeah and, well, and maybe it was the competition committee so the first time I, he said it it's yeah, so I did a little. The competition committee includes uh, Rich McKay, owner of the Falcons, John Meyer, owner of the Giants, Stephen Jones, Jerry's son, who's also like mm-hmm, president, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mark Murphy, the Packers, Ozzy Newsom of the Bears, then Mike Tomlin, John Elway, Sean Payton, and Ron Rivera. Like, maybe the competition committee should have a couple players on it. Is that it. allowed? Oh, they would never do that. I was going to say, is that allowed? They would never do that. Mm-mm. I mean, it's the NFL. You make up your own rules, right? Like, you, yeah, you can know, allow anything. No, they're not going to allow that. And then Ron Rivera came out and was like, 
you know, speaking of Ford also, and uh, his big thing is we don't need the Pop Warner and uh, Pee Wee football kids seeing this. Oh, that's always the yeah, like, excuse. Why somebody think of the children? Because it's I, they're I seeing it in their culture. It's it's it exists. A lot of it. The funny thing is that the one that they they keep talking about is the one in the Super Bowl when what's his face Tyree Kill and Antoine Winfield. Yes, when Winfield did to Tyree Kill what Tyree Kill had done to yes. him, and he gave him the peace sign, which. It's just a peace What's sign. Awesome. And they said that that was the thing that made them like, yeah, we got to get this out of our game. And like, look, when we talk about sports in other countries or sports in other like situations and uh, some of the words being used in taunting, that's a different conversation, I think. I think that most of us would agree that we don't want football players to be using racial slurs and derogatory words to talk to each other on the field that being said flipping a guy a peace sign because he did it to you earlier in the season on the biggest stage in the sport is not something that would make me think we needed more rules and it's just weird that these owners who are billionaires i think are all of them billion can you just safely say that or do i have to say i allegedly? would safely say these owners who have lots of money and control spend it trying to force respect like no taunting if you really wanted to get that mentality out of the game would take a lot of other behind the scenes smaller moves than just making a rule that's like you're not allowed to it's weird that somebody's so competitive because in order to get that much money you do have to be pretty competitive in this capitalist society we live in that uh and Bo made a great point that these, some of these guys are second generation money that don't have the same understanding of it as the people who earned it before them. But you have to have some sense of enjoying competition and like, you know, t taking taunting is just being like, take that. Well, so I when I was reading this, what I think is funny is you're telling a bunch of grown men who, to your point, they have to love competition. That's how they got to the highest level of competition in this sport. Um, they should see the way I play drinking games with a bunch of my friends and how like competitive and aggressive I can get and then tell a bunch of grown men who would just worked their butt off for an entire game that if you make a great play, you can't say anything to the other player. Risk their health. Yeah, exactly. Put their bodies on the line. Exactly. And then be like, hey, don't uh, be proud of yourself when you finally but get that guy back for the thing the he competition. did. And I think that if as, as long as... It, I'll, I'll say what my boyfriend told me one of the first times we played drinking games and we were on opposite teams oh and I got a little too competitive. He said, uh, there's a way to talk smack and then there's a way to not. And uh, you just got to be respectful as long as it's all in good fun. And I say fun in air quotes is in like competition. Like you're not being disrespectful. You're not using racial slurs or derogatory terms. If it's all within good, clean fun of competition, why do we care? I know they're unrelated. It just frustrates me when it's like owners want them want to tell players that they have to 
not taunt because of the kids. Yeah, they want them to the be children. respectful because of the kids. But then there's like a hey, they make tickets cheaper so guy... they can go to the games. Well, yes, that. But also, it's all hypocrisy because it's like, what about when there's an issue with a player off the field that fans would like you to address? Exactly. And they're like, no, no, it's fine. He's fine. It's I think fine. you kids shouldn't sell that. alcohol at your games. Yeah, kids see that, so it's like, don't tell me. Yeah, about it's the odd kids, that they're please. choosing this as the prime example of how to set the example for kids when there are so many other aspects that we could be looking at. Where it's like, hey, also, lol, kids playing pee wee football. Barely any of them are anymore, aren't they? Isn't like pee wee football just? I don't know about that, but can we before we finish this topic? I want to dive quickly into what drinking game do you really get like riled up the most, Christina? I need we need to get more into this. Oh. Um. Well, I was playing. Well, I was playing Flip Cup the last time that I got really aggressive. But pretty much any any drinking game. I lo- I love competition. I love playing sports. And now because I am a washed up athlete, I choose to I choose to play drinking games. So because I can no longer I'm washed, so I drink. Exactly. Therefore, because I, drink. I can no longer participate in the competition of the sports I grew up playing, I now turn to drinking games. And those drinking games are of the many variety. I can play beer pong, Flip Cup. Cornhole with a drink in my hand. That's a drinking game. So, and and anything. Are you a sore loser too then? Uh, no. Ashley not is. Not really. I, I don't does. think so. I think that it depends if the opponent is being a sore winner. Like rubbing it in my face, then I'm going to get mad. Like why? Just so what you do as the way. winner, you don't like as the loser? Well, no, I, I, I'm a respectful winner, but I'm not... Uh-huh. I'm not going to rub it in your face, but if you rub it in my face, then I'm going to be a sore loser. I just want to say on the record, I feel taunted by NFL owners all the time. So if it's not allowed anymore, I'd like to throw a flag on the play. Yeah, I'd like to stop being personally victimized by the NFL owners. Thank you. Yes. You're also making the referees already have a hard enough job as it is. Now they have to police if someone was taunting or not. Well, also, what constitutes as, as taunting? Can they say like. I don't know. Like, can they, uh, after a play, can like, yeah, I did it. Is that taunting? Or, like, what? Can you spin the ball? I don't think there's a, that's ever happened. So I don't think they've ever had to answer that question. I don't think anyone's ever said, yeah, I did it. I would. Are you allowed to signal a first down? I don't know. I don't know. I This feels so stupid. It's so dumb. There's plenty of other things that they should emphasize that should be their points of emphasis before this. But, Okay. Then you put some players on the competition committee. No, I don't or at least a former a former player too. Mm, yeah, it's well, a former thing. player I think is a lot more likely than an active player. They'll never have an active player. Mm. By the way, Winfield Jr. was fined for the peace sign. That's so stupid. And got a penalty on the field for the peace sign. Uh, Come on, for the peace out that had been done to him. But I just, guess just trying to spread peace. No I mean, fun league, that's for sure. What else, Travis? Uh, so now on to Jamal Adams and how I feel I can compare myself to him. Yeah, okay, okay. let's hear it. How? With I've been waiting with bated breath. So it took uh, five months of negotiations, $38 million in uh, guarantees, and uh, a piece of mother- motherly advice for Jamal Adams to get his deal done. Uh, Michelle Adams had uh, helped push the deal through. Uh, Jamal Adams said, she said my full name. And when my mother says my full name, I think I need to pay attention. Uh-huh. That and you can relate to. My Well, my mom, it was always Travis Abram. And then when I was like feeling cocky, then I'd go rock cold at the end. And then I'd run. 
She used full name, like first, middle, and last name. She would know. She would just say first, first, and middle on me. And when she did, she dropped the when she used the middle name with it. That's when I was like, oh, mm-hmm. we messed up. Mm. I do that to myself. I don't think I don't know if my mom ever did it to me. But whenever I do something really dumb, I go Catherine Beth Nolan. Oh my god. <laughs> But I don't know if I do that because my mom did or if it's just because it's a thing that people's moms do. I don't think my mom used it very often with me. I think, if anything, it was just like I would make like stupid mistakes. Like I accidentally backed the car up into the mailbox when I first got my driver's <laughs> license. And instead of... And who has to so like you take the trash out. I know, me too. You know, I did those little things. Like, yeah. totaled my car. Yeah, like, you know, it's fine. It's fine. So, uh, started a the, fire on the stove. My, my mom yeah. would never say Christina Elizabeth. It was always my dad going, Jesus Christ, Christina. So, there's a difference. Yeah. It's like it's when my dad said that, I was like, Ugh. so. Yeah. Shout out to moms and dads. But wait, how? Anyway, that's not the full story. He didn't finish the actual story. So she texted him a paragraph and told me, quote, that you don't have to prove anything else to anybody. You did enough. We're happy. As long as my family's happy and I'm happy, I can come and do what I love to do. That's all that matters to me. Travis cut the story off to get to the part where he relates to (laughs) Jamal Adams. Who's surprised? Well, yeah, because that's the better part is. Mm. Says you, though. Says you. Well, I'm the producer. Maybe I think the paragraph for Jamal, he got his bag. Yeah, that's really the takeaway is good for Jamal. For, and he got paid. For getting paid. The deal uh, as a max value of $72 million over four years, uh, $20 million signing bonus, which uh, includes $38 million guaranteed. So all of you who tuned in to find out the specifics of a contract, because you know that's what we bring to you here on sports. There those are, courtesy of Travis. There's and who says we don't million. talk sports here? Nobody says that. More news in a second, but today's podcast is also brought to you by sponsors. So Travis, tell me how you want me to tell the people about sponsor. Uh, and your Gatorade ad voice. <laughs> Gatorade knows there are many paths to greatness. How you get there is up to you. Sometimes you gotta grind it out to get up early and put in the work, even when you're not feeling 100. 100. 100. 100. 100. 100. Sometimes it, take, it stay, takes staying focused on a goal, knowing where you want to be, and that you'll have to pour everything in to get there. Other times, you just need to dig deep and show some guts to be brave and never let anything stand in the way of what you can accomplish. Then there are the days you just have to get in the gym and see some gains to put in all the reps and get stronger each day. But whatever path you take to greatness, Gatorade is there to help fuel the journey because greatness starts with G. All right. What else? Uh, poor Josh Rosen. Man, how many teams has Josh Rosen been with since he was drafted? Is this now the fifth? This was his fourth. Oh, I was close. He was he was drafted at the 10th overall, overall pick right? in 2018. He went from what? The Cards to the Dolphins? Dolphins, right? To who? He's in the Bucks practice squad. In uh, to, yeah, to the Bucks practice oh, squad. Oh, now the to the 49ers. I... When Josh Rosen was first drafted, he was the one who, um, in his post getting draft, uh, no, that right when he walked off stage, his post getting drafted interview was basically like every team that drafted before me made a big mistake not picking me because he felt like he should have been drafted like top three. Um, 
I I liked that and I like I, I wished the best for him and it's just what I'm so sad for him. He's got like I mm. I truly felt when he went to the Dolphins I felt like he just wasn't getting the shot he deserved because I felt like he's yeah. an actual good quarterback. But now every time he goes to a different team I see things like he wasn't performing or obviously underperforming in practice and this and that. So is he just not good? I think I'm wrong. I think he's not good. Well, that's how. So <laughs> he gets drafted by the Cardinals. Uh-huh. The Cardinals are epically bad. They fire the coach after one year. That's why I thought it wasn't which, his fault. It was the situation he was dealt. And then they take Kyler Murray. So I'm like, oh. He just didn't get a fair shake. And then it's like, yeah, then he went to the Dolphins and then they drafted right, one time. One team, it's like, all right, maybe not a fair shake on a bad team. Maybe he has a change of scenery. And then it's like the Dolphins, but then the Dolphins drafted Tua and they want him to play. Not, I just feel Josh bad Wilson. for him. I do too. How do we go back to not feeling bad? <laughs> I feel like most sports stories now that before I'd be like, oh, you can make a joke about this. Now I'm just like, oh, is he all right? Yeah, is he like, is he right? okay? Because it, I thought he... Eh. Well, let's see what his signing bonus was. I mean, Maybe if you're going to move us. all around the United States, I don't... I, I feel all the places that he went. He had $11 million signing bonus when he got drafted. Makes me feel a little better. Yeah. I mean, on the bright side, yeah, he's so. seen a lot of the country, so... Good, He's good, been in nice places run. too. Yeah, Arizona, Arizona, Miami, mm-hmm. Tampa. Ar- like, Tampa? You're listing Tampa as nice places? Warm weather. It's probably not a, you know, the worst it's place. Not Connecticut. Miami? You like Miami? Better than middle of nowhere, Connecticut. Yeah, I mean that's Katie, I've lived in Ohio, Indiana, and Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying, what about you screams Miami to me? You're allowed to like what you like. You don't have to just like the stuff other people say is cool. I love the sunshine and the water. Yeah. There's a Maybe lot of Josh other stuff. Does too. Hmm. Well. I love jorts. Jorts are big in Florida. What in the world does that have to do with... Says who? You don't... Do you go yeah, there? I, have you ever been the, there? Jorts in Florida are like peanut butter and jelly. It might be the jorts capital. I don't now, know. Now that seems like something we need to explore. Is Florida the jorts capital? I feel like of the California country? has a lot of jorts. I feel like no. I feel like the Midwest has a lot of jorts too. Mm. And all they're all different genres of jorts. Jorts capital of the world. Uh Gainesville, Florida. I see one thing oh. here. Uh you just so. Googled it and now we're gonna say that because some website that won't exist tomorrow said that they were the <laughs> Jorts capital of the world, you are. This Listen, is called confirmation. People bias. in Florida love their jorts. I'm. I can guarantee. People like, everywhere love jorts. Yeah, but Florida is. It's another. It's another place down there. It's like its own little country. Okay, fine. I don't Just want to fight with you. Take my word on this. <laughs> That's how I end literally every argument. I. I just don't Take want to fight with you. It. We're done here. Yeah. Just. You're right. You're right, and I'm wrong. Well, thank you. Florida jorts. Okay. What else? Uh. So. Uh. A man that was working for, uh, I believe, the PGA Tour stole thousands of tickets for the U.S. Open and sold them and profited more than a million dollars. And apparently the FBI was the one that like informed the PGA about this. What? So he sold he sold three point four million dollars worth of, of stolen tickets. Yeah, so 
A former employee of uh, professional golf's governing body stole thousands of highly coveted tickets to one of the sports premier events, sold them year after year, and pocketed a profit of more than one million, federal employees said. Uh, prosecutors accused Robert Fryer, the former assistant uh, director in the U.S. Golf Association, oh, so the USGA, ticketing office, of conspiring with two Eastern Pennsylvania ticket resale companies to provide 23,000 passes to the U.S. Men's Open between 2013-2019. How many uh, passes are there total? Damn. That's a lot. Like, I get if, like, each year a couple disappeared. Sure. They allegedly paid him $1.15 million for his efforts and resold the tickets for a combined profit of $1.7 million. They did not, prosecutors did not identify either of the implicated ticket resale businesses in announcing the charges. But the acting U.S. attorney accused Fryer of exploiting both fans and his position at the U.S. I mean, that's a, that seems like a fair accusation being levied in his direction. Dang. I just want to know how, like, how does the USJ not... I mean, Notice. they learned of the theft when contacted by federal authorities several months ago. They've taken steps since to implement a new ticketing platform. I mean, that is like, he got away with that for a long time, huh? That's from 2013 north to of 3,000 tickets a year. Man. $3.4 million worth of stolen tickets. That's the a charges lot of, money. of conspiracy as well as wire and mail fraud. A conviction on the most serious count could send him to federal prison for up to 20 years. Whoa. Something tells me. Um,. I mean, what a what a crime. What a weird and specific alleged crime. If to like you do you think that he does this in other walks of life or do you think that this ra- this golf thing was his whole racket? No, this was it because he worked for the USGA. So oh, that's it's not right. Like, that's right. That's right. But if you're going to do it, gosh. I th- I think you need to play like all right, we're just going to play devil be on the criminal side for a second here if you're gonna do it this, alleged, it, alleged. It needs to be you need to play a long game and only steal like you can't steal 20 you can't steal three thousand tickets yeah every you gotta year. Steal, like i mean yes you can hey. and you know what says that he can the seven years that he did it six yeah, years that he did it for sure but i feel like it it's it, it doesn't seem like he would have been caught earlier had he done it's like i think he kind of nailed it he might have gotten greedy. It's like maybe if once you get away with that many tickets in the first year, maybe you should go down every year. But I don't know. That's. I don't know why. I, it's weird now that titles don't really mean anything because associate director, right? That was his title. Yes. Sounds to me or assistant director. Oh, I just said sounds yes. high up enough. But it feels like nowadays that could be the entry level position. Like, I don't actually know what the assistant director does. The assistant director of the ticketing office. Associate gets slapped on so many. I know. So does assistant. Assistant can mean nothing. It can mean little. It can mean like that that means they're younger. But it can also mean like, no, they're actually pretty high up. They're second in command. It's very confusing the way we title things now. I'm wondering if it's easier in golf because I don't know if they like have the, an exact amount of tickets every year. Yeah, because there's no seats. Yeah, so it's like each you year. You wonder like, if this guy even got into golf. You wonder if he got into golf in the first place because he was like, what sport can I rise through the ranks of? <laughs> Just steal all their money. The t- what if the whole thing was a long con? 
corrupt, mm-hmm. or is it more of a Breaking Bad, whereas the situation of his life dictated that he was going to never seen Breaking have to Bad. Find a foray into what oh, Travis, you would love Breaking it's Bad. So that good. this is just dumb of you for not having seen. It's you. Your whole personality is like you'd love Breaking. Really? Bad. Really? So good. Yes. It's so good. Yes. So Travis, good. you your life will be better after having watched Breaking Bad. That's not even a recommendation for every person out there. That's specifically for Travis. Okay, so after Friday Night Lights, mm-hmm. I will then insert Breaking Bad. Okay, that's smart. But I don't know when I'll get to it because I usually okay. binge on the weekends and we've got football coming up. Okay. I bet if you tried one Breaking Bad, you would but be like, I heard I is Breaking Bad the one where you need to watch like five or six episodes? Like you can't give up early. I wouldn't have given up early. I don't think when they preface a new show or a show that you should watch with, okay, but you have to get through the first few episodes. Give or it you have two to, seasons. Yeah. Give it two give seasons it season. before you bail. Yeah, and I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not well, doing now that. Now I'm already I'm going that. into it thinking the first few yeah. episodes suck. Don't think. Don't listen to anybody. That's like saying, saying it's that. like, should I date this guy? Um, well, get attached, and then you won't break up with him. Yeah, and it's like, it's yeah, like, okay. Well, wait a minute. But it, are they the guy to date, or is it just going to be an unhealthy relationship? It's a really, really, really. The first really, six really months good are going to suck, but seven yeah, months exactly. in, it's no, yeah, be a Breaking great Bad is. I think Breaking Bad is was right away interesting. I, I don't loved it rem- from right recall away. it being. I don't understand. Mad Men was slower. But uh, breaking, I believe Breaking Bad was right away interesting. No, I've, I think I've you're heard people that. say that about Breaking Bad, where they say, like, the first couple episodes are super slow. Don't go into it thinking that. I loved it right off the I mean, I think right, right away, he, the thing happens. So I don't think. From, from what I remember, it, it Please just starts try it. off hot. I, like I it. trust you, don't like you guys. It, stop watching it. Don't hold it against me. If you don't like it, take back your time. I won't Replay be offended. I just. Don't watch it. You know, we might not be friends. It just seems but... like you're going to love to. Oh. Once you're, you're gonna nonstop say I'm the one who knocks. I just feel like a, as soon as you get what Christina, you can't. Mm-hmm. Katie just said if you don't like it, stop. And like we had been good, and then you throw in there we can't be friends, I'm and now I'm, I'm, I'm uh, you can't do that. Well, Christina. see, Christina and I are two different people, and this is a good time to remember that. You know, yes. where she draws a different line, I draw a different line. We don't always draw the same line. Most times we do draw we the just same are parallel. Line, but, you know, most of them are parallel. Some, sometimes, but that's just called wisdom. You know, exactly. Christina agrees with me. It's because I'm right, you know, not because. Exactly. She's if she doesn't agree with, with you, she has to agree with me. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. you're never right. You're never right. What else? Oh, speaking of you're never right. What's this oh, next headline say? <laughs> I, I, so I corrected myself on. Know, so I previously know. on sports, I, I got Megan Rapino and Sue Bird confused. Sports? Mm-hmm. Uh, then also <laughs> thought they were married. They aren't married. So no. a few corrections that we had to make on Monday's couple, podcast. Just a couple huge corrections. Just like everything about the story. Uh, things that in most in most human lives uh, are would be the only big events you have: retirement and marriage. And you assigned them both kill to them, Megan so. Rapino, and you were wrong. So just a minor redaction. But but I own the mistakes. Yes, I was you wrong. We're, we're trying to make you. Go ahead. Uh, but Megan Rapino has been asked about her future, and she, it was actually on Spain and Fitz on ESPN Radio, and uh, she said she doesn't know yet. Okay, so that's I need not to take some time to think about it, she said. Did she go on to say, and I really wish Travis Rockhold would shut his mouth and not and keep my name out of his mouth? <laughs> I really wish she would have went on there and like, uh, I'm thinking about it. I'm actually not retired. Uh, Katie Nolan texts me thinking that I was because <laughs> her producer said I was. And actually, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. 
That'd been great promotion Well, I feel for like us. you would have loved if she had said like the lamestream media keeps reporting that I've retired and what she meant was you. I would have, like yeah, be, I would have loved get a real it. Pop out of you, yeah. It would have well, made my day. Not retired, Megan Rapino. So. For now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the conversation is always anguished in your mind, or people don't think about it. But I've been thinking about it. A if lot, she does, I have I the story first. I will be sad. Well, I, can I have you not rooting for that, please? Okay. But if she does, you had it first. <laughs> but I had That's it first. It I works. want everybody. That's how it works. That if that were how it works, then you could just tweet right now that Betty White. Unfortunately, has passed away. No, like, why would you not, do it to Betty? You can't be the first that had it. it, it you have to you wait till it happens. When it comes to like retiring, death, you can't say like at at some point everyone is going to retire. At some point, everyone's going to die. You can't just throw well, it out. Let's there. not make any sweeping accusations. I don't intend to die. So, but for Katie and other fans, I hope that she does it, and I hope that I remain wrong. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Travis. Katie and other fans. Notice how he separated us from himself. I know. Anyone who isn't a Megan Rapino fan, I just got everyone hmm. but me. Yeah. Okay, we've arrived at the worst possible topic to discuss. And again, like I said okay, before, I this podcast this. famously does not objectify athletes. Christine, I'll let you know when to watch it. Don't watch it okay. yet. Okay. Um, Travis, let me ask you: Is the link that you put in here the one that I said I had? The one that I was like, oh, that's well, that's something. Or is it the first one? It's the the first one. Oh. All right. Well, so <laughs> oh. I guess Major League Baseball has been using TikTok, you know, the way people use TikTok. But it's just, I guess, alarming because it's Major League Baseball. And it's they're kind of mi- using memes and TikTok. I don't know. I guess memes is the trends. word. But it's like trends, yes, to sexualize their athletes. Uh, so, Christina, you can watch this first one. Okay. But it's the second one that got me. See, it was the first one that got me. Uh huh. So what? Tell us what you see. No. Please. No. Why? I need you to. I need you to talk. No. This what is did you so see? Bad. Why? What is it's it? It's just a bunch of players with the with the the voice in the background, and it's it's just so bad. Just a bunch of players with hard eyes, and they're just they're saying that they're all hot. They're all hot. It's the I like you have a cupcake. Yeah, thing. I like you have a cupcake. I We're like just gonna you play have it. a cupcake. You have a cupcake. I like you have a cupcake. Yeah, not yeah. Good. So it's 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 um. It's Shohei Otani for the first I Like You Have a Cupcake. This is me describing TikToks. Welcome to Katie Describes TikToks. <laughs> and it's a picture of Vlad Guerrero Jr. when it's like, I like you have a cupcake. And then the uh, last part that it says is to, is to <laughs> Fernando Tatis. Smack my butt like a drum. I mean, uh, I don't know. Why? Okay, but then. Okay, now, Christina, let me send you the other one. It gets um, worse. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, and not not worse. I wouldn't say worse. I would say that that first one I was it. That one is worse, I guess. And the, it, it's this like is they doubled down. Worse. Uh. Sure, this was like oh, uh, but it also was. I don't know. I don't want to say this, but this one is objectively sexier. I'm not trying to say it. I'm the just trying to say sexier. the production of this one is sexier. This one you could say. I don't know. 
works better. Uh, I'm trying to copy the tweet, Christina. I'm just very flustered. Give me one second. Take all the time you need. Here, do you want me to send it to her? No, no, no. I'm putting it in the app right now, right in the doc. Uh, no. <laughs> Wait. see your face though travis you saw it no no i mean i mean no can you describe it please <sighs> it's Try just so is this <laughs> so it's that uh it's the music where it's like um put your head on my shoulder because he like it, the beat drops and he's now first of all is this fernando Yes. He's walking slowly towards the camera, just throwing a ball up and down, and it's uh, it's very nice at first, and then all of a it sudden, it shows a guy the beat being cute, and then he the beat drops, and he gets real. Now he's it gets in like uh, a red room, and you just see mm -hmm. his like mm -hmm. outline, mm -hmm. and it yeah, that's what the the trend oh, is. Oh, I get on it. I'm just TikTok. describing it for mm -hmm. those who don't know the trend, mm -hmm. and so now he's uh -huh. sexy dancing mm -hmm. in the red light. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing about TikTok trends. Um, Sometimes they work. <laughs> and so... Uh, Sometimes. That one, let me say this. Can I say this? It resonated? Can I say that that one resonated with me? <laughs> Is that safe? <laughs> Am I allowed to have my own without... Is, do you can i say yes you can that, that i am the target audience of that post <laughs> we should add that so he had been out with an injury and he returned mm -hmm. and so this was TikTok really TikTok really leaned into fernando's back and we are going to put out some TikToks to and promote it, him being back it, is it a bad was it a bad strategy <clears throat> i don't think any of us could say that i just want to know who in the like I have, I'm just imagining that the people that run the TikTok account, nobody like talks to them or whatever. And they just are like on an island just doing and like MLB. You know what? Like my interaction with the, Jesus, these glasses are falling off my face. My interaction with the people who have to do social media for a big entity is that usually, I mean, very hardworking, but they're not, and this isn't true of every organization, but they're not always able to just walk up to an athlete or person and be like, hey, bud, I need this thing now. A lot of times the relationship is like, can we just get this real quick for social? And what I think I like about what Major League Baseball is doing, and I'm not even entirely sure that I like it, other than liking it as a consumer, <laughs> kind of, in this way that I'm trying to dance around. Uh, it, it seems like the players are in on it, and I hope I mean, I are, hope so, based kind on of, this one. Yeah. I don't know, but the first the first one with the cupcakes and the, the drums – well, that was just very clearly. The players have no idea about that time. one. Like they're just like slow mo. Like it's an ISO of just them. So it's like a yeah. Those are just videos that the yeah. stock video that they have. B roll this, that they have. Mm -hmm. Fernando danced for. Mm. Well, he didn't dance. Well, how do you, I would say oh, well, he, he, well, let me he say less about what hair. he did. Let me not talk yeah. any more about he what he does in hair, that video. He moves around. Just go watch. Go watch. <clears throat> but we don't know if he made that or don't. that video for with that song intended. Yeah, but you'd think so. Why else would they say, hey, can you flip your hair back and run your hands through it like you just got out, like you're in wild things? Yeah, I mean, clearly. Um, 
well. I don't know. Maybe it's the cynic in me that's like, man, they've been sexualizing female athletes since jump. So I don't, it's, it's about, tough it's to time. be <laughs> upset. It, as long as they're, look, consent is important. As long as this is something that your player also wants to do, then I say go if for it. Cool but if this is it. some weird, yeah, that first one's a little weirder because like you said, it's like stock footage and then they're basically putting emojis on it uh, and, and. I think it's a lot funnier if the real story is that Major League Baseball had no idea this had anything to do with sex. <laughs> that they were all just like, what do you mean? It's a TikTok yeah, trend. Yeah, they're like, that's like, what all the you, kids are doing. Did you listen to what the sound said? Rob Manfred's like, TikTok, what is that? Yeah, I don't think. Tic- do you, uh, yes or no, does Rob Manfred know what TikTok is? I mean, my. I'm going to say business wise, no. yes. Grammy, my, my grandma say, like, called it a TikTok this weekend, so. Well, that's, I mean, perfect. No, I that's mean, she wasn't perfect. wrong. I mean, she was. Yes. she's probably asking you for a TikTok. She said. She very mm. clearly said, "Oh, what? What's telling a, you what's you a tic tac?" And I said, "Oh, it, mm. it's TikTok, but you're so cute." Mm. So I, I, you know, if they they don't know what's what do going you think on, is on? What do you think is on Rob Manfred's for you page? Hmm. Actually, I don't want to know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> not the cupcakes and drums. <laughs> All right, don't sexualize athletes unless they want to be. But if I yes, unless they want to be, because if Fernando can someone cool let me know this, if he wanted cool to be sexualized it. in this clip, so I can know if I like this clip or not. But for the record, we did not sexualize them. No, 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 no. And any sexualization you think you might have heard, that's you projecting. Okay, I am, I am not still watching this clip <laughs> at all. So that's you that's doing that. Maybe take a cold hard look at yourself in the mirror. Okay, be the change you want to see in the world maybe a cold shower maybe a cold shower maybe maybe take the rest of the day off a lot of things you could take but um (sighs) travis you want to play voicemail hi katie travis and christina this is emma from connecticut and with the announcement of carly lord retiring today my question is if you could see one athlete come out of retirement and then do a new different sport, what athlete would you want to see? Which sport would you want to see them do and why? Love you, made it. Bye. Hmm. Hmm. Well, the easy answer, well, one of these. Is Megan Rapino. Is, she's not retired. (laughs) Soccer. (laughs) Carly Lloyd. Uh Football. We've Hmm. already seen that she can kick field goals. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that your answer, Travis? Because something um, tells me you might be pandering. I've got more. Okay. Uh, Tim Tebow, handball. I mean... He needs to stop trying, though, is what we've been getting at. A question about come uh, you need a player to come out of retirement, and you're going to say Tim Tebow when he quote-unquote retired. I don't even know if that's official. Like a day ago? Pick somebody that you miss. All right, my turn. I'm going to go... <laughs> big poppy david ortiz i want mm, him mm-hmm. to play i want him to play hmm something fun like cornhole or something like i want like nothing that's because i know physically he can't he can't run he can't do anything Whoa, that's easy no, he can't. We just, that's why he retired we just tiptoed a whole sexualization of i'm not sexualizing i would like dennis I'm rodman to be a boxer who i would like dennis rodman to be a boxer interesting you know, you know what I hate about questions like this? I and it's it's mm. exactly why you scan every sport. Yeah, you know, it's exactly why I'm just not a test taker 
and I, and why like in certain trivia I just blank. It's like when you ask the question, you could ask me this in any other setting, and I might be able to come up with fifty people. But then right now, because it's important, I can't think of anybody. Mm. What you have to do is just relax your mind and think. It, but for me, I run through all of the sports that exist and all of the retired players. I'm trying to do two yeah, streams yeah, of yeah. thought at once, and I can't find them both at the same time. You need to trust yourself. You know the answer. Because I used to be that way, where it was like, oh, no, oh, no, they need me to answer. And now you just have to be like, answer. But this is hard because it's two categories. Calvin once. Johnson and get okay. an NBA. Okay. That could be interesting. Sure. Sure. How about, how about. Uh, all I can think about right now is I just want to build Nate a. Nate Robinson. A, not boxing. Uh, horse racing. Huh. The that. <laughs> that could one. get fun. I'd watch that. That could be fun. I'd watch that. Yeah. One that's a cheating answer is Tony Romo and golf. Okay. Yeah, I feel like he, that's, that, that's, that's just like an easy. That's going to happen. Yeah, that, that that's an easy. Isn't he basically already there? Um, mm. Mm. I'm on PJ Tour, though. Peyton Manning competitive grilling. That would be sick. Like it'd be fun to watch grill. I don't think Peyton Manning would be that good of a on the grill. I don't think he's that good. Oh, I could see him he being like a master barbecue looks guy, like a dad. Yeah. Yeah, but see, I I see him as the basic like, what are we gonna have? And all he has is burgers and dogs. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but I bet he. Like, I don't see him manning the Manning. I don't see him manning the the smoker. Mm, I can see mm-hmm, Eli Manning mm-hmm. being like a really good fisher. A good. I don't need to see any more of him. He can stay retired. <laughs> I'm good with Eli Manning. No disrespect. I'm, I'm solid. Thanks, though. Um, I'm trying to think. There's got to be a good one out there. Hmm. Hmm. Dwayne Wade. Hmm? Dwayne Wade. Poker. And I was going to say the long jump. Oh. Maybe well, Vince Carter. I'm just thinking of like people specific. that can dunk. And j- Vince Carter for the high <laughs> jump. Dwayne I Wade had this long really jump. dumb idea for a sketch that never uh, turned into anything, so I'll just blow it here. But if we ever got Vince Carter, I wanted to do like an interstitial where it's just him at a restaurant ordering chicken fingers, and then when he orders dipping sauces, the like waiters can't control themselves. So they're like, are you going to dunk it? And then they just <laughs> keep, every time he goes to a restaurant, they're like, are you dunking it? Can I watch you dunk it? <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, no, it's stupid. So it never no. turned into anything. Vince, so there's he, that Vince idea. was also like one of my favorite players growing up. So yeah. maybe that's... I mean, he's a blast to watch. So of course. Anyway, that kind of answers your question, Emma. I feel like kind we let of. Emma down. I mean, I feel like we let everybody down. All no, the time. I feel like Ben, we really actually... No, Ben, I feel like I was too mean and Ben's going to be upset. No, I feel like we set Ben up perfectly. We gave him. We we presented all the information. For Don't mind him. me. I'm just or scrolling Emma, to we... the top of the doc because I forgot what the first question was. Um, the oh, the bartender one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To date my bartender. No, I think we gave him great advice. Okay, well, that's it for this week's edition of sports. Every time we do two now, I at the end of the second one, I'm like, oh, that's the end of the stuff I like doing this week, and now I gotta wait till Monday to do this again. Hmm. Sad. Shout out to Simply Safe and Gatorade. <laughs> uh, oh, don't miss Abby's places. It's the new ESPN Plus series She's from retired. S- soccer yeah, superstar she Abby Wambach. She is retired. Again, Abby's places. It, if only her name started with a P, like the guy who the show was originally named for. <clears throat> Abby takes you around the country to the heart of soccer history. They should call it Abby's 
arrangement. A- Abby's arrangement. No, Abby's, Abby's alleyways. Uh, Atlas. Abby's oh, Atlas. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, it takes you around the country to get to the heart of soccer history and its cultural impact. Abby's Place is now streaming only on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, big thanks to you guys for listening now and then a second time later on a different streaming service. Just two is fine. I liked our Monday podcast this week. I wasn't here for this podcast this week, this, today. I wasn't good. So go listen to the other one. I feel sure, like... So you got a performance review? So I was going to ask you, uh, mm-hmm. how did I do today? It was good. Yeah, you did good. I, you know, I, uh, after Monday's podcast, I went and ran some extra laps and watched some you film. Did. Oh, you good, did good, some good. self-reflection. I was, good. Tuesday, oh. I was oh. really nervous. Like, I turned my phone in airplane mode for a while. I was like, if she's going to oh. call on it, just, it won't ring. Well, I, I didn't want you to call and cut me. And so I was a little nervous there for a while. But Yeah, I didn't call, but it wasn't because I wasn't supposed to cut you. But now that we're here, you made it. You made the cut. For now, but then we, we have another. Tim Tebow instead, so have... I called in a favor. I'm okay with that. So. Now, now you understand giving up his place for somebody. I, w- I would have sacrificed it. myself for Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. I bet you would have. And honestly, you're not alone. Unfortunately, that's what scares me. Uh, or you could leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which Travis reads and he loves him so much. Like this one from Mr. Unlimited Junior. God, remember when Russell Wilson was doing that? Is he still doing it? It is not. the worst bit unlimited oh god i want to punch myself in the face just saying it Do this it. is one of the best pods about sports ranked somewhere between <laughs> one and 20 allegedly i see a lot of people in sports media tweeting out where they are on the sports podcast charts and i'm like god imagine checking because i don't want to know but see i think this person i read it as whenever we're talking numbers we're always like a oh, plus or minus yes, i know that That's we're joking the joke. okay. moving on to a different i didn't know if point. you got the joke no no i got the joke you didn't know if i oh got the god. joke she created the joke. Right. I got it. Oh, oh, no, I think Travis might have actually created that one by accident. Um, either Look at way, you not agreeing with Christina. Well played. I just find it funny. I was standing up for you. The cultural dynamics of this podcast are all off. I got to get out of here. I got to get back in bed. <laughs> Lastly, don't forget that you can always leave us a voicemail that we'll fight about at 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Christina. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Travis. Goodbye. What? Goodbye. Okay. Bye. I love you. And boy, do I mean it.